Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Relationship Theory. I'm your co-host Tom Bilyeu and I am here with my lovely wife who's very angry about my microphone. Hello, my beautiful. Yes, How I am. are you doing? <laughs> Don't you try and suck up to me. <laughs> Funny thing is like now that we're live, it's like, okay, oh, no, yeah. but we got to figure this out. This is so weird. So this is the type of thing that we actually argue about yeah. where it's like, the production or things like that where it's like it's blocking your face yeah. but anyway not to bore everybody hi guys I, I worry more about you guys so this week we are um talking about the holidays because next week we won't have an opportunity to film because thursday because we've actually now switched relationship theory over to thursdays um and next week is thanksgiving so this is our kind of holiday episode that's going to cover next nice. week nice yeah so i've got some holiday questions and some fun things to do all right sounds good all now right. but we'll have other holiday episodes as we get yeah, just not next week christmas correct just not yeah. next week got it um, so we thought, okay, what's the one thing that people at home, um, are going to be dealing with in their relationships over these next couple of weeks? And it is, I'm sure, in-laws, family, juggling both. Um, one of our favorite movies is Four Christmases. We both come from divorced parents. So Christmas is quite interesting. Um, but yeah, so I've got a couple of questions in relation Damn. to that. So let's get going. All right. So last week I had a would you rather, and I've got the results of them. So the question last week was, would you rather have every detail of your love life made public or have the details of your finances made public? And the results are in all males, all ma- all people that voted were male. This so is, I'm very Come on, women, want to hear from you guys. Um, eight out of nine vote, uh, votes were for finance. Yeah. Uh, to me, that's like, yeah, it goes without saying. Interesting. Yeah. So, so yeah. That I'm was the still result. surprised that like you're like, oh, I'd rather have uh, the intimate details of my love life. Like that's it. It So let me see if I can capture this. It exists in a part of people's brains that is just immeasurably different than the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Things that are OK and normal when you're in an intimate encounter are very different than things that are normal in your everyday life. So yeah. it's like finances exist in that everyday part. It doesn't mean that you love or uh, hate what's what's going to be revealed in that. But it's in that same like frame of reference. Uh, yeah, yeah the funny thing is like afterwards, after I've had time it. to think about it, I was like, yeah, maybe I'll change my... Yeah, it's so weird because but, the people that are reading it, the the lurid details are going to be like in their normal life, which makes all the lurid details seem weird. Yeah, it's like that. I'm I'm really not doing a great job of of capturing this, but I think that any any person's psyche is broken into, uh, not broken into, but frame of reference matters. And so, like, even just think about ways of talking, like ways of talking in the midst of an intimate encounter are very different. If I started talking like this in an intimate encounter, you're like, what are you doing? (laughs) It'd be so weird. But yet in this context, it makes all the sense in the world. So that to me is like, because you're asking for something to be taken out of context in like this interesting bubble that, you know, hopefully, Jesus, I hope for everyone out there um, that they get to experience that level of intimacy and having sex and it's amazing but it's like this its own universe in terms of being a frame of reference Hmm. so all right so i've got a new would you rather for everybody at home please put in the comments and i want to hear your answer and obviously mine um all right would you rather would you rather spend the holidays with in-laws that you hate 
or would you rather spend the holidays all by yourself without your other half? Whoa, wow. Okay. So, so put in yeah, the comments, would you want to be with your in-laws over the holidays, even if you hate them? Um, or would you rather be alone over the holidays without your other half? God. Um, I've got my answer. So it, it's it makes a big difference for me if this is Thanksgiving or Christmas. So because uh, M- M- Michelle's yeah. initial question was, would you rather Thanksgiving with the in-laws that you hate or Christmas alone? Yeah, well, that it ultimately becomes the same answer. So yeah. Thanksgiving, I'd rather be my be by myself, and Christmas, I'd rather be with you. Assuming that like I get some like sneaky moments where it's just you and I after everybody else has gone to bed, you and I would have our like proper little celebration and I could see like doing a little Christmas at the end of the bed or something. Um, but being around people that you hate is life is way too mm. short for that shit. And I, it's interesting that we talk a lot about in-laws because I feel just, we got so lucky in that we can really enjoy each other's families. Like I love your family. In fact, the reason by the way, and I know now we'll all, I'll be forgiven because you were a little annoyed. I'm sure that I was on my computer literally sliding it out of the way to do the intro is for your dad. My dad. Yeah, I mean, do you you really care for me to explain like what I was doing for him? Just know that it was for your dad. Okay. So they called me up. Your dad calling me, and I thought I didn't hear your phone ring, which means they're coming. Now I'm really intrigued. Hang on, my dad (laughs) called you. Yeah. And now you're writing something on your laptop. I talked to dad and Tim this morning. Yeah. So how is this possible? Because we set up their domain for them years ago. Oh, so they're having like an issue with the domain, whatever. So. (laughs) Um, unfortunately not cool, not holiday related, but nonetheless, I was trying to deal with it before we started. But I don't want to pretend though that we haven't had issues with each other's parents because we have. So we've just overcome them and really worked to have this now beautiful relationships that we have, but we've definitely had issues. You've obviously had issues with my dad because he didn't necessarily take you seriously. He was very concerned about, um, how you were going to support me. Um, your mom was obviously very close to you. So she had issues when I came into your life of now she had to step back and kind of give you room to be with me. So we've really have worked through it, but, um, I want to address the people that may be having issues now. Right. And then how do we help or what are the advice and tips we can give them to? Well, what are your answers to the, would you rather? Let's start um, yeah, definitely. I'd rather be around my in-laws that I don't like because I would make for sh- both for both because I would steal you away. Like not being with you at Christmas and just for you guys at home, like be prepared if you follow me on social for since after Thanksgiving, everything's going to be Christmas related because we are like little children. And this is one thing we really bonded over is that like, I love Christmas. I'm like a little giddy kid. I wear my Santa hat whenever I'm any time of the day that I can possibly wear my Santa hat. I wear my Santa hat. We wear Santa hats on the streets of New York. Yeah, we did. And did. Well, I'm saying we we do, do, yeah. Every year. And you're exactly like that. And that was one thing that um, maybe you guys at home can relate where you find that one weird, silly thing and that other people judge you and call you silly. And then you find that one person that just embraces it and loves it. And literally on like our first date, you were even like, yeah, look, I'm like the biggest Christmas fan in the world. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I'm the biggest Christmas fan in the world. And so now it's just become such a bonding for me and you that um, I look forward to it because of the bonding. So if mm. I wasn't with you, like uh, that would make me miserable. So I would put up with the in-laws and I would keep telling myself, like you're doing this for the love of your husband. You're doing this because you want to be with him. And then like you said, I would take time and steal you away. I would, when we're going to bed, we'd stay up for another hour and just hang out or in the morning, 
you know, maybe we'd spend a couple of hours before we like left our bedroom. So those would be more meaningful to me than the misery I may have to face being around people I didn't like. Right. So. Word. All right. Um, okay. So kickoff question has to do with in-laws. Um, not to do with holidays per se, but if anyone has any questions in regards to in-laws or any problems they're dealing with, put it in the comments and we'll answer them live. So first question is from last week from Andy Frisch from Facebook. Guys, please help. I just married the most amazing woman, love of my life, soulmate. Her parents are very religious and do not support the marriage. My wife's brother actually left the family due to them and refuses to talk to them. My wife is in the middle and I don't want to pull her away, but I cannot continue just toughen the fuck up and deal with it. Um, I I cannot continue to just toughen the fuck up and deal with it i'm not religious and feel the only way for us to survive is to cut ties but i can't bring myself to give my wife an ultimatum nor should i we listen to relationship theory and impact theory so i think the future is bright but how do we survive now thank you so much you guys are changing lives so to me the uh, so full disclosure you and i i know we wouldn't deal with this the same way and ironically, I think my way is right and you think your way is right. And every time we encounter something like this, you seem like an alien to me and I'm sure (laughs) vice versa. And so I will give my very emphatic advice and that is you're never going to change them. So either cut ties, which is almost certainly going to cause a massive amount of distress for your wife. If she were the one that were leading the charge on cut ties, okay, then that's nice and easy. The reality is you need to learn to like water off a duck's back. Like, here's the thing. I'm never going to find, like, even if somebody were outright heckling me in a relationship, and let's say that it were your parents. Now, your parents are insanely lovely. So thankfully, I'm never going to have to deal with this barring like some significant head trauma to one of them. Um, They're just great people. They're so good. I love your in-laws, my in-laws, your parents. So, but if they were outright heckling me and I was like, you're, you love them and you're like in this really weird position where it's like, I think they're so horrible to you. And for years, let's say you tried and it was stressing your relationship out and it was becoming a bigger issue and they were actually getting worse towards me and it was eating you alive. I'd just be like, don't worry about me. And I'm going to go and this is going to be practice time. And I'm going to see like, how much can I deal? Like how chill and Zen can I be in this situation? How much can I diffuse them? How much can I win them over? And it would just be a game for me. Is there a way for me to win them over without changing who I am, but being like, have you ever tried to push rope? You can't do it. It Right. Like I remember somebody. (laughs) I've never heard that before. not I only really have you like heard that. it, you've heard it from me a thousand times, Push minus the, the sound effect. No. Yeah. What they usually say is, have you ever tried to shoot pool with rope? Mm-hmm. So It's cool. I like it. Um, and, and that's what I would be. Like, the, whatever they were trying to do to attack me, like, it, yeah. there are ways to diffuse everything. The reason that people get into these, like, gnarly situations is they feel like they have to defend themselves. They have to protect their ego. They've got to, like, make a point. It's the principle of the thing. All starting to sound familiar. I don't so, know what you mean. Yeah. So for me, like that, there's no logic in that. Like it just doesn't make sense. So once you rule out cutting them out of your life, then it becomes either you're fighting fire with fire. And so you continue to escalate and it's absolute misery or the cops are getting called. I mean, this is how people get into literal physical mm. altercations. It's total madness. Or you just go, 
I'm going to, this is a game and I'm going to practice. How do I diffuse the situation? And so as long as they're not like clubbing baby seals in the living room, like I, I don't need to change their behavior. I don't need to stop them. So. Yeah. And just to give people context. So, um, I'm Greek Orthodox and you were the first person really in my entire family, or I was the first person in my entire family to ever marry out of the Greek Orthodox religion. Um, but when I met you, I had said getting married in a Greek church was actually important to me. I'd had a dream as a young girl and it was really important to me to get married in a Greek Orthodox church. Um, and you had to be christened though to do that. And you had turned around to me and you'd said, and this was one of those, like, all those things that, you know, you build the bricks of, like, trust and just you're there for me. I so remember this. And you said, baby, I would, if that's going to make you happy, I would do whatever it takes. So if I need to get christened so that we can get married in a Greek Orthodox church because this is the dream that you had, I'll do it in a heartbeat. But you were also very much yourself. And you said, the one thing I won't ever do, and I just need you to know, is I don't believe in God. And so... I need you to know that I'm doing it for you and I don't want this to be a slippery slope where all of a sudden now like I'm going to church all the time and you're acting like I believe in God when I don't. And you were always very honest about that, very upfront and very respectful. Um, and so from the get-go, like I then told my dad, I was like, look, here's a man who wants to marry me in a Greek church. He's willing to do it, but please don't put pressure on him to have to believe in God. Like I don't want you preaching to him. And I was very honest with my dad of that. And so you really did help when it came to like my family and my beliefs and you did jump in and embrace it all. Um, you learn how to speak Greek and, and I know this was all for me, but it really did help us bond. So that was very powerful. And yeah, you never held it against me. And that's the one thing um, when this guy said, and I think he's very aware, right? He says, I don't want to give my wife an ultimatum. And like, that's just, you can't do that. Like, that's not fair on her, in my opinion. Like, she doesn't control her parents. So how they act is not a reflection of how she's acting. Um, and then for me, when the, if it's the flip, and I haven't obviously been in that situation when it comes to religion, but I definitely have a little different way of seeing things because for me, I don't like to be disrespected and that's just my thing. So um, if you're, if let's say your parents are disrespecting you in front of me, I know better, like I'm not going to get involved. This is, you're an adult, you can handle that situation. I will still have my opinions, but I'll just keep them to myself. But if I felt like we were in a situation where I was actively being disrespected, I've got to say, I don't really care who you are, whether it's you're my husband or whether you're my husband's parents. Like, I just think there's a line that you don't cross. And as you say, you get treated the way you, pe you let people treat you. Mm -hmm. And I really hold to that. So whether it be your parents or, I mean, I've, you know, worked on movie sets and there've been A-listers who have disrespected me and I told them to the face, like, please don't talk to me like that. Show me respect and I'll show you respect back. And so I've got that line that I just don't cross cross so yeah so I, give this guy advice tell him okay. exactly what to do and i want to see if the crazy comes out <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what you mean so for me it'd be like make sure that a your partner needs to know how much you love her like baby i'm here for you we're going to get this through this together this is an issue that i have a problem with i'm really struggling right now but we need to work as a team that is a must because yep. you have to be united. You cannot have other people's uh, outsiders or your partner's parents influence the affection and the relationship between the two of you. Got to make that mark. So 
step number one then deal with it as a team so talk to her about how you're feeling versus feeling like I can't talk to her because it's her parents like don't be insulting like oh you're effing dad and like be respectful it's still her parents but be open about how that makes you feel um so that he can now feel like he's got an ally um and then yeah I would say like at some point if they are rude to you if it was me I would um be very polite and just dismiss myself from situations and say like, oh, it's, you know, a dinner out with your parents. Have fun, baby. Love you. Let me know. Tell your parents I say hi. I just, I don't like putting myself in situations where I feel like I would have to be quiet if someone was disrespecting me. And so, so you're in- telling him to not go. She can go, but he's not going to go. Right. Now, if there's certain situations where it's like a birthday, like go bite your Christmas. tongue. Christmas. Make it nice and hard. Christmas day or Christmas season? Day. All right. Christmas day. Yeah, I would go for sure. And I would bite my tongue. And you have taught me the one phrase you say to me a lot is, um, oh, God, like, don't. Don't deal with the world the way you wish it were. Deal with the world the way that it actually is. Exactly. So but there. So I would do that. But right? let's I've, keep it hard. So he goes on Christmas Day yep. and they're disrespecting him. Yep. That's what you got, my daughter? I would, it's ridiculous. Right, yep. I would repeat to myself, why are you doing this? Right, like I would figure out why I'm doing it. It's because right. I love my wife. Yep, they're married. Um, it's because I love my wife. And I would just keep repeating to myself, I love her. I'm here to make her happy. I love her. I'm here to make her happy. I'm here for her. I'm not here for them. I'm here for her. And I would literally, like a mantra, just repeat it in my head because it's important to know why you're doing it. Because then I won't get caught up in the emotion that I'm feeling in that moment. I would just embrace of like, okay, the result is to make him happy. So when I go home at the end of this Christmas dinner that may be torturous, when I go home, she's going to be so proud of me. And for your partner, she needs to make sure, in fact, you should tell her, and this is what I would do, like, I really am looking for a pat on the back. Like, it was really tough for me just now to sit through that lunch with so-and-so being disrespectful to me. Downgraded it to a lunch. Oh, dinner, fine. (laughs) But I would like like, I would when we were with them on Christmas Eve, I would I would be honest with you of what I'm looking for in return, because if you then didn't show appreciation, that would really bother me. If you were just like, well, of course you need to shut up in front of my parents and not answer back. Like if you were like that, like what am I doing it for then? I would want to you to say, baby, I know that was tough and I really saw how strong you were. And so thank you for doing that, because then I'm feeling good about it. I've seen you happy you know that I'm trying so that's what I mean by teamwork like really working together to have those conversations on what my expectations are before and after that's great advice thank you definitely so I'm not crazy if you own your own business when an employee leaves your company whether on good terms or bad it can feel I hate to say it but it actually can feel personal like you and you alone are the one to blame and it actually may even trigger you to lock down your business not open yourself up and not actually risk trying anyone else like you actually would your heart after a bad breakup and avoid looking for that new partner altogether well let's face it sometimes we can do that with highs as well and trust me guys I've been there I get the thought of bringing in a new stranger into your business actually fills your heart with more anxiety than it does love and joy but when you post your jobs on LinkedIn, you can actually feel the confidence that you will find the right person for the right job fast because LinkedIn isn't actually just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion 
billion with a B professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Because guys, it gives you access to professionals that you actually can't find anywhere else. And so LinkedIn does all that while making the process easy and intuitive, which then makes hiring with confidence easy when you have that many quality candidates. And it's so easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get qualified candidates within 24 hours. So post your jobs for free at linkedin.com slash Lisa. That's linkedin.com slash Lisa to post your job for utterly free. And of course, terms and conditions always apply. As an entrepreneur, one of the biggest challenges you will face is the negative voice in your head. You know who I'm talking about. That may be not so small part of you that loudly doubts your abilities to actually pull the things off and make a living from your passion project. But you've got to overcome that negative voice in your head, homie, because I'm telling you, you can do it especially if you use Shopify. Now, Shopify is an all-in-one global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From launching your business to hitting a million dollars, Shopify has got you completely covered. And with all the built-in Magic AI award-winning customer service and the internet's best converting checkout, you have everything you need to shut down the voice of doubt and make all your amazing business dreams a reality. That's exactly why, guys, I love Shopify. So if you want to start growing your business with more customers and sales, shut that negative voice down and prove her wrong that you can do it, Shopify is here for you. So go and sign up for just $1 a month with your trial period at shopify.com slash Lisa, all lowercase. Again, guys, you can go to shopify.com slash Lisa right now to grow your business, no matter where you are and what stage it's in. That's shopify.com slash Lisa. Well, so now do you want to talk about what I think would really happen? Oh, wow. You don't think that I would do that? No, no, no. You would do all of that. Okay. But you would get angry. You would get very upset. Yeah, I would probably leave and... Like even this morning, we were talking about not this, but we were talking about something and I had that same sense of, oh, wow, it's yeah. really interesting to me yeah. how differently we react. Yeah. So uh, yeah, somebody right. was doing you dirt. There's no question they're doing you dirt. Like I don't argue <laughs> that. I'm just saying it doesn't make me mad. Yeah. It's so predictable. Right. And because it's predictable, I don't have an emotional response to it. And you and I have talked a lot about this, like behavior that's predictable should not upset you. And yet... Like, even though we've been talking about this for Mm. several days, like, you know, this is going to happen. You know, it's going to happen. You know, it's going to happen. When it happens, it still makes you mad. Yeah. And so that's the part where I'm always like, wow, that's really, it's, it's fascinating. Yeah, you're right. I would leave the the house. Yeah. And I would need to tell you about it. Like this, this moment when she said that, or when he said that, it actually really did upset me. And that's when actually I would say to you, what I'm looking for is like, baby, I totally get it. Love you. I still appreciate you going through it for me. Like I totally. And so now that's like, do you mind if we really get mired in the mud here? And, and I don't like to linger on one question. I was going to say, you're the one that tells me. I know. And, and and I'll, I'll be fast, but so here's what ends up happening. So because you're getting in, like, it's easy to talk about in the abstract. In the reality, they're being total dicks to you. So then you start getting mad. You get quiet, which Mm -hmm. is your defensive strategy. But then they can tell that you're getting mad. But they don't think you should be mad about it. So now they feel justified because you're being in their mind bitchy. And so now you're both escalating. So even though you're escalating out of silence, you're giving a look. You're giving off this vibe. And so it, it turns into this really freaky escalation. So on paper, like, your advice actually works. 
But in reality, if you're if you are actually getting mad, it won't work because you won't be able to hide it. So what I'm saying is like water off a duck's back where you're actually not you're actually not getting upset. So I'll give you a really weird example and hopefully I can bring this all together. So there are people in my family who not my immediate family, but like start thinking sort of second, third cousins kind of thing who do drugs. So there was this one time where people I don't remember meeting. My mom said I met them when I was really, really young. I don't remember it. They show up at the house. Now, we're imagine we're all sitting around the table when they show up. So there's like 12 of us around the table. These two come in. They're hilarious. Like they to me, they look like comic characters. Like they're so disheveled, like really white, trashy, like missing teeth. I mean, just crazy, crazy, like hillbilly shit. And they roll up. Now, everyone fucking scatters. So goes from 12 people around the table to me and the two of them. And that's it. And I sit and have one of the most memorable, like, I think this was Christmas Eve, one of the most memorable Christmas Eves of my life because I turned off judgment and I just started asking questions, right? So I tell people, if you want to be interesting, be interested. And I thought, let me just learn from these two. Like, they, I don't want to say what they do because it'll be too revealing, but they have a very interesting job that you don't hear a lot about anymore. So I'm asking him like all these questions. I'm like, wow, like, yes, they're super high right now. And I don't know what they were doing, if it was weed or heroin, to be honest. But it was pretty funny because they would like be falling asleep like in mid-conversation. It was amazing. I just had so much fun like learning about them mm-hmm. without like being like, oh, my God, I can't believe yeah, this. Yeah, but there's a difference so, between judgment 100%, and... that's why I'm like, I've got to bring these together because this seems like a weird example to use here. It's just, it's a very visceral example where there's all the reason in the world to pass judgment on these two to shut down and just leave the table, right? But instead, I really found a place of legitimate interest and intrigue in Mm. them to learn more. So because of that, I was radiating very different emotions and all the like nonverbal cues than everyone else in the room who was giving off like negative vibes. So of course, like it, it became this really interesting exchange. Now, that didn't mean that suddenly like I'm all for like people doing heroin. Like that wasn't it. It just became like, for that moment, I'm going to take them as they are, not trying to make them a different way and find my own way to enjoy, which for me is learning, to tap in, to learn something, to find out, like ask these really, ask these questions to which the answers were so interesting. Not that I was like, oh my God, I'm learning how to be in my own life. It was just interesting. And so in finding that, like, I know if I was getting assaulted by somebody, I would go into interested mode and I would just try to learn about them to find out more, to steer the conversation where I wanted to go, to take them into waters where maybe they light up. Remember, we were working on this house and we had this one guy who was so important to getting it done. He was so fucking grumpy. And so finally, I was so, I was getting angry and I thought, this is where I'm going to get myself into trouble because I'm going to start being like really fucking direct with him because you know how I get when people are inefficient and dickheads like that redlines me. You can be a dickhead or you can be inefficient. You can't be both. And so I thought, get interested. And so I asked him, like, what's your deepest passion in life? What really makes you happy? Because I wanted him to like get out of this fucking dark funk. And he started talking about his daughter's. And I thought, whoa, like, okay, this is actually really interesting. And now he's in a better mood. I'm in a better mood. So anyway, that's how I deal with anger, aggression. All right. (laughs) You're so tempted to go deeper. I respect that you're ready to move on. No, actually, I was was ready to definitely move on. 
right. So we can answer more questions. Let's do it. Um, all right. So this is from Dan Bro Fitness. Oh boy. What's up, Dan? Um, what would you have done if your girlfriend, boyfriend's parents did not include you at Christmas holidays? Oof. Yeah. You got one for us? Um, what would I have done if your family didn't want to include me? Yeah. I mean, the question is, do you include me? Do you go to your families or do you stay with me? Oh, that's so easy for me. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it yeah. depends on if you were to stay with me, then my fam, your family don't in invite fact, that's me, really then it the is answer. what it is. So if my family said that you weren't welcome in the house, I, I would all but burst into laughter because it's like kids of all the dumb ultimatums to make. Like, that's the world's easiest decision. Mm. So I choose my wife. This is a very foolish ultimatum that you're making. I'm very sad. I would never make that of you. Um, I think it's ridiculous that you can't find a way to appreciate and love this person that I care about. But by the way, I'll see you sometime after Christmas. Yeah. Like that, that's not even like difficult for me. Yeah. I think it depends. So depending on how the person actually reacts, the person whose parents it is. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, I, I think if, if you're in a committed relationship and you're in love and somebody else says, oh, that other person isn't welcome then on a holiday like that get the fuck out of here yeah like that yeah i mean i wouldn't even miss a beat um so yeah all right so we've got um another question all right so guys if you do have any questions please drop them in the comments we're talking about in-laws and holidays, but it doesn't necessarily have to be that subject. If there's something else that's bothering you guys out there that we may have dealt with and come up with some tics, tips or tricks, let us know. Um, okay, so we've got next question. Hey, Tom and Lisa, my parents are struggling to accept my brother's fiance, which is a lot old, um, which is a lot older than him, 23 and 30. What are your thoughts on men dating older women? Thanks. And the heart wants what the heart wants. Yeah. Like if they're in love and they're both of consenting age, like I got no beef with it, man. It's like it's hard enough to find somebody that you really truly like head over heels. They make you feel like the best version of yourself. You love being around them. Like, man, take it where you can get it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why people get so hung up over age. Even the other way around. Like if a guy's 50 and the girl's like 25 and they're both happy and they're both getting what they want out of the relationship, like I really don't get why people get themselves all hot and bothered about it. Mm. It's like, sure, you may not date someone that is that much older than you. Great, so don't. But going back to judgment, people put so much judgment on what other people do. It's mm. like as long as you're happy in a it's hard to be in a relationship it's hard to find someone that you really love someone that you really connect with so if you find someone that's like that who cares how much how many years are between you crazy Agreed. um we actually have some stats on um in-laws and things like that so i'm just stats. yeah break it down oh, yeah michelle's done her research nice <laughs> All right, so a 26-year study concluded in 2012 that the husband's relationship with his wife's parents was essential to lasting to a lasting marriage. Hmm. When this relationship is good, the chance of divorce decreased by 20%. Hmm. But women who reported having a close relationship with their husband's parents increased their chance of divorce by 20%. What? I know, I'm not sure I understand that. Do we know why increased their... By 20%? That's interesting. That is so shocking. I don't even know what to make I of know. that. I know. Anyone else got theories on that? I'm so like... 
That's intrigued. Really weird. Yeah. I've got a yeah, I've got a bizarre hypothesis. Go on. The only thing I can think is that they gang up on the husband and he feels overwhelmed in some way by the because the women essentially uniting. Like if you and my mom started like if you were to magnify my mom's concerns, like my mom always thinks that like I'm a hair's breadth away from being homeless. And like it, the irony being, it does not matter how much money we have. Like it, my mom's concerns are not tied to reality. That's what's very strange. Hmm. And so if you started like echoing her, like, Oh my God, are you okay? Like that, that would be too much. Hmm. So Ah, that's the only thing I can think of. Like, it's funny because in the Greek culture, I've seen both sides where, like, the mother-in-law and the daughter-in-law, like, they just are at it, right? Like, this is my family, and oh, I'm the matriarch. One hundred percent. Like, I understood that side. Yeah, right. So that's what I'm saying. But sometimes you actually see it where, yeah, the mum and the the daughter-in-law team up, and so it's kind of like you know the husband comes home or the son comes home, and they kind of team up on him. So that's I wonder if, the only thing I yeah, could think. Wonder. Interesting. Wow, that's really weird. But you and my mom don't do that. No. So, but you guys have a good relationship. So it's really, I would definitely say that's been a win for us. Yeah. For sure. But I wonder if it's like people find they need an ally. Like of all the things, like issues they have with their husband. Yeah, the mom understands. His mom gets it. Mm. But me and you, like we talk through all our issues and we're always trying to resolve them. So like I would never turn to somebody else to have help me right. with an issue with you. Like it's very interesting. if I need an out, yeah, I would just deal with it myself. Um, okay, next question. Michelle Elderstein from Facebook. My boyfriend and I are moving in together early next year. I'm 34. He's the person I will marry. I'm certain of this. And he wants to get married. But I've lived with two guys in the past. And it obviously didn't work out. I'm very close with my parents and they protected me. How do I make my parents comfortable that I'm moving in with a guy again? They love this one and i've told them we're going to get married but i still want to have a conversation with them to ease their worries any advice i mean i certainly have my opinion but what do you think so i why is she worried about easing their minds Mm. like the proof is in the pudding you know so just let them know hey look i understand i've been to through two failed relationships so i get it i'm gonna go into this as open-eyed as anybody else um, I, you know, hopefully she understands what went wrong in those relationships and how she's taking a different trajectory this time and going to do things differently. And so, but look, I want you to know that I love him and he makes me feel better about myself when I'm around him. And so I'm very excited to be moving in with him, but you know, I'm not going to try to convince you not to be worried from historical reasons. Right. I get it. Like statistically speaking, you have reason <laughs> right. to be worried. So <clears throat> as long as they're not like, heckling her and she feels like she's got to sort of talk them down yeah i don't like even with my mom i don't try to convince her not to worry about me Mm. like she just does worry about me so it's like okay fair enough i don't mind but i get it because from a female perspective like i really do want my parents approval and my mom bless her is always very um supportive in pretty much anything i do like any crazy idea my mom's like you go, you know, Magoo, excuse me, Magoo, um, you go, Magoo, and, you know, she just supports me. 
So I don't really feel like I have that with her as much as I do my dad. And I think it's because mm. my dad doesn't approve of everything I do. And he's always got something to say. And he's always got advice of why I'm doing something wrong. Out of love, of course. But I still find myself... In fact, here's a situation with my digestive system. Mm. And you know, like, my dad thinks everything <laughs> I'm doing is wrong. Um, I need Educate to go... Educate them clowns. <laughs> yeah. right? and, that's, and that was... He's got a way of thinking, traditional medicine, you need to go to a doctor, you need to get medication, and but I'm not doing that, right? We're going through diets, going through more, um, what do you call them, holistic doctors, like figuring functional. out functional, thank you. Um, and so my dad doesn't get that. So every time I talk to him, his opinion is you're doing it wrong. And I, so I get the inclination to try and persuade them. And I did try to do that with my dad. And every time I would talk to my dad about my health, I'm finding myself persuading him and I never win, like ever trying, to, trying to persuade him. And I never, I'm never able to persuade him. And I get frustrated and I get upset. And you always saying to me, like, what is your goal? Like, you know, he's never going to agree with the way you do it. So now you're just upsetting yourself every time. Instead, just accept that he doesn't agree, but it comes from love and he just wants to see you get better. Um, and you need to let go of that. So... I kind of, I guess, would give the same advice to her, right? It's like, I get it. I totally understand why you want your parents to be on board. I get why she cares and I get why it's important to her. Um, so trying to persuade them, totally understand that instinct. Um, but if it's like my family, the chances are you just make yourself more upset every time you try because they may go, uh-huh, sure. Or, you know, so, um, so I get it. And then also I'm just going to say, you know, I think moving in together is a great step before you get married. So you can see what it's like to live with each other. You can see whether you're compatible. So I personally wouldn't, as much as I know the situation where I'm like, this is the man of my dreams. I want to marry him. I love him because I was absolutely like that with you. Getting a bit older now, I don't know if I'd ever put that stake in the ground until I'd moved in with you, tested the waters, see if it is right. And I would be honest about that. Like I I really hope he's the man of my dreams. I really hope that you're the right one. And I feel like you are. And this will be a great test for me to know whether it's actually true or not. So. Word. Oh, we got a would you rather segment. Nice. Love these would you rathers. All right, guys, join in with us as I read them out. Put your comments in. Would you rathers. Ask fans to play. Oh, ask fans to play along. Thank you. I did. <laughs> Okay, number one, would you rather never celebrate Thanksgiving again or never celebrate Valentine's Day again? Wow. Oh, I've got an easy one. Interesting. I can like that. Yeah, so do I. And I think they might be different. Um, I would rather never celebrate Valentine's yeah, again. Yeah, me too. So, guys, what about you? And the reason being is Thanksgiving to me, obviously, being British, we never celebrated Thanksgiving, but it's our kickoff to Christmas. Yeah, it's like this four-day extravaganza for you and I where we go crazy deep into Christmas. It's certainly a more extended romantic period because it is a very romantic time it for is. us, which starts with like our favorite Christmas song and we dance to it. And yeah, so it's, it's always our kickoff. And yeah. then just like totally soaking in the vibe of yeah. Christmas all four day weekend. And yeah, yeah, so it's become one of the most important weekends of the year for us. Yeah, it really has. Like we have these traditions mm. that we always do and it becomes like it's so special. This is and next week. It's you know? next week, I know. So we go to Target with our Santa hats. I go in with my like Christmas leggings and we just just like load up the car. In fact, you bought me a whole bunch of Christmas sweaters, which I'm excited to see when they arrive. Yeah, well, I've got a whole bunch of Christmas sweaters in my Amazon cart.
part that oh, I need to actually know. check out, yeah. which reminds me, I'm now we're panicking on time here. Oh. Yes, we are. Um, but yeah, like I love that we indulge in like just the silliness of like the love we have for mm. Christmas and that holiday. So yeah, for us, it's easy, but drop in the comments what you guys would prefer. All right, next one. Would you rather have an arranged marriage or elope with someone you met last week? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, for me, I'd rather elope with somebody I met last week. At least that is I've got some inclination that I like them. It's not like the other person you know either. Yeah. So. Yeah, I would too. Guys at home. Um, next one. Would you rather have your entire family at your wedding and none of your partner's family or none of your family and your partner's entire family? Hate to say, I'd rather my family. Oh man, be that's there. that's Sorry, brutal. In-laws. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same, right? To not have my mom, dad, and sister there would be gnarly. Yeah, but here's actually, you know what the truth is? I'd rather have your family. I was gonna say because it would be so heartbreaking for you mm. in a way that you would never really recover from, and I would. So, like you having your dad walk you down the aisle, like all those things, I think were just insanely, insanely important to you. Yeah. So it would have been brutally heartbreaking for me as well, but not on the same level. Yeah. And just to address, like we would have that talk because it's not like it'd be easy for either of us, right? So we would say, like, what is meaningful to you? Why is it meaningful? And then I would say how I feel. And then we would just weigh, like, who would be more upset about right. it? And then we'd kind of go in that direction. Both of us would, like, agree. I don't think we'd ever just, like, push against each other. No, it's my family. No, or, definitely not. I mean, even take one. our wedding. Like, so there was 190 people on my side of the family and 10 people on your side. These are real numbers. Real numbers. Yeah. Greek weddings are very big. Um, okay, last one. Is this, yeah, last one. Would you rather have your mum ask every day why you aren't having kids, which happens, We've by lived. the way. <laughs> we live for like eight years. Or have your mum tell you every day that you're, that you're raising your kids wrong? Oh, Ooh. that seems really easy. Yeah. I'd rather have my mum ask me every day. Yeah, for sure. Because telling me that I'm raising my kids wrong is like a, dagger in the heart yeah. yeah i mean even without kids i can say that you can't help but wonder if you're raising your kids right well, and so to have, have somebody heckling you like oh someone's always gonna have an opinion as well right like do you spank your kids do you not i'm glad we don't have to answer that question because i will tell you right now that i got spanked and i'm grateful for it and the f and now like fucking child protective services i think that's madness like i don't think you should beat your kids I think you should spank them. But that's so, another thing that we've actually had. A little hate we, we, don't, <laughs> we don't even have kids and we've already discussed all of that. Yeah. We've already discussed um, how we would raise our kids if we were to have one. I think even conversations like that just help you establish where each other's minds at, like how they but handle situations. do you situations. know what pariahs we would be if we spanked our kids now? I mean, the times have changed, Yeah, my but look. Friend. They're my kids and I get it. And I be sure to tell the judge gonna, that when you're trying to get them back from child protective services. I'm telling you the world has changed. There's no more spanking. Not in California. In Southern California, forget it. Wow. If you touched your kids and somebody saw it, even if it was in your home, you are in real trouble. <laughs> real trouble. Homie. Maybe it, we're moving back to changed. Europe. It has changed. <laughs> we're not having kids. So thankfully we don't have to worry about That's that. That's true. But. but we do talk about every little detail like that. Like even with our puppies. In fact, we had a discussion today. I got a little upset today. You did. You so, were like wound up. I was surprised by I, that. Yeah, I did. Because here's the thing. I forgot her yesterday. So Wookie Barks, our little baby girl, 
she barks a lot. We're trying to train her, keep training her. We, we trained her quite well. Yes. And she was all but silent. Right. And Over it's time, a it's lax got, yeah. From some. Sure. <laughs> yes. Say me. I'm trying not to raise my stress level. So right. if she barks, I try not to escalate. Right. So I try so to ignore it. She's not barking more. So anyway, so now she's now barking a little more. And so yesterday I locked her up because she barked. So I put her in and think she cowers now, which breaks my heart. So literally she cowers. When she barks because yes. she knows she's going to get locked up. Right. So I locked her up and then I forgot about her. I'm not for like a, bad, a day. You no, forgot about her for like, like 40 minutes. It was about an hour. I feel so bad. Anyway, so I felt so guilty. So this morning she barked and you said, baby, I'm cooking. Can you go put her away? So initially my heart already broke. And so I locked her up and I had said <laughs> to said, you, you can you let her minutes, out in 10 like, minutes? Because I need to go up and get ready. An hour minutes. later, I come back down. Not true. 40 minutes, but. And she's still locked up. So I got upset. And so that's actually one thing where it's like, well, let's talk about it. Like we have different parenting skills. Um, I feel guilty. I don't want to feel guilty. Anyway, not to derail completely, but I think it's very important to have those discussions on how you're handling your children and be on the same page. Because we had said that even from the get-go, um, if we were going to have kids, it's like you never let your kids see that you guys aren't on the mm. same page, ever. And we said if we ever have disagreements on like how we raise our children or how we discipline them, like you never have it in front of them. Agreed. So. All right, got another question. And um, this question is from Harley Hall from Facebook. Hey guys, I went with my girlfriend to her family party and got to meet the entire family. Based on their mindset and how they held themselves, the environment was just too toxic to be around. Now I'm questioning whether or not I want to be with the girl because I wouldn't want my child to come from a background like that or to ever enter the environment that's toxic. Is that fair to the girl or is that something that I should take into consideration? Are they really early in the relationship? My girlfriend. Because there was a time where I felt like I was really analyzing whether you were the right person or not. And I think that you should do that. And if that's a meaningful thing and you're thinking, nah, I don't really want my kids around this, that's all real. So mm. like, yeah, I could see that weighing into the decision. But is she like that? Because if she's not like her family, yeah, you can't if help you know the that your kids are going to be around the grandparents, then it's like, ugh. So just judging her for having grown up in that does not seem fair. But knowing that like, hey, some percentage of the, like my kids are going to want to know their grandparents. So they're going to be around that environment. Do I really want them to be around it? And maybe they need the help from the grandparents to help look after them and all that. So it's like, I get it. That's a real concern. Um, once I committed to you, though, then it's like stuff like that didn't even enter into it. Hmm. But let's say then you're not committed to me yet. Yeah. Then I think just like I had to really decide you got sick a lot. Mm. And oh, the like all the signs were there, by the way, of your immune system. And unfortunately, I didn't know enough to know what all that meant. So I could have helped you a very long time ago. Um, but I really weighed like, am I prepared to be a caretaker? Because I don't consider myself a very good caretaker. Mm. So am I prepared to be a caretaker as often as I'm going to have to be with this woman? Yes or no. And I really looked at that. And then something we've talked about here before, um, I was really traumatized by you destroying what I considered art. And you guys, for, so we don't derail on this, you'll have to trust that she was right to do it. But at the time, like it really bothered me. And so I really thought about that. And so there were things that in the beginning, 
weighed heavily and I really had to think like, am I getting enough good stuff Mm. to outweigh this stuff? Which now they seem so ridiculous. And I am so glad that in the end I was like, yes, like I get so much more great stuff from her than these things that detract. But I did think through them and I'm actually glad I thought through them. I didn't go into it just blindly. I really thought like when I commit to this person, like I'm going to be all in. So I need to really look at the things that give me pause. Yeah. So if this is something that gives him pause and it's early in the relationship, yeah, should weigh it. But I think I would ask the questions like, so is it far away or are they close? Because let's say with me and you, it's like even if I thought your family toxic where they live in Tacoma, so it's not like I'm hanging around with them all the yeah. time. Um, I think that's important. And then also if you really like the person, I wouldn't, like do they want, do they think their family's toxic? Like, do they know? Because you're very honest about your family, about certain people. So it's very refreshing. So I don't have to tiptoe around you. Right. You're very honest about it. So if she's honest about it, it's like, yeah, my family's a little toxic. I do love them though, but they are like this. Okay, cool. Then you can use her as an ally. You can work together. You can be honest and say, hey, I don't want my kids. I don't want your mother or your father babysitting the kids all the time, right? Things like that, are, you can work around. So to judge your partner for things that you can work around, but you may not just be willing to do it, or you just assume, I think doesn't help. I think you should ask these questions and figure out where they're coming from. But if they're like, oh my God, I love my family. I want to come here every Sunday and my mom's going to look after the kids every day during the week, then I totally get it. Then it's a different perspective on how you want your, who you want your kids to be around. Yeah. And that's only going to get worse as time goes on, not better. All right, next question. This is from Jeremy Sumner on Facebook. How would you handle your in-laws if they're toxic people yet your wife sticks up for them like they are absolute saints? Ooh, I would have a problem with that. Well, I mean, that just goes to what you were just saying, right? Which is if they get it and they're an ally and you can talk through it and they seem like totally rational about it, then all is well. But if they're like delusional in the exact opposite direction, that's a massive warning sign. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. It's just like if you're on the different pages and she can't see them, um, I think I would have to make And look, I'm not saying that's like the make or break. I need to know a lot more about your relationship and how well you're able to communicate and all that. But it's a red flag to be sure. Yeah. And also like, is she saying this things because she feels like, because I used to feel like this. If I said something negative about someone in my family, I felt like it meant that I didn't love them. Mm. I never had that. No, but I did. And so I remember you were always so honest about everybody. And I was just like, I was so horrified at the beginning because you were like, oh yeah, that person's crazy. And I'm like, but that's your, you know, cousin or whatever. Right. It's like, I can't believe you just said that about someone in your family. But over time I realized it didn't mean you didn't love them. You adored them, you know, but you were just honest about who they were. So I think that that may be like, is she, is she just like, she doesn't want to show that she, um, thinks badly of them in a certain way because you have to be either all in or not. So yeah, I don't know that situation. So, um, all right, we've got some fan shout outs. Shout outs go to Dana Oulette from Quebec. Keshev (laughs) and Bonsai apparently wants his own shout out where he's come to daddy for rescue. Yeah. Um, Keshev Jadhav from India. Wow, Quebec and India. Thank you guys for watching. All right, next question. This comes from Harris Salim. 
Hey Tom, I'm a doctor and in my culture, doctors are unfortunately revered, thank you, as gods, especially amongst women. How do I hide or make my profession not hinder the girl's reasons to marry me? That's wow, interesting. Wow, that's really I interesting. Want... When he said unfortunate, I was like, wait, 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 wait. Uh, qu- like, questions... unfortunately, women think that you're like the bee's knees? Like, question that keeps so going. I want, her to, uh, to, I want her to marry and love her for who I am as a person. Sorry, I want her to marry. Me. Me. And love me for who I am as a person, not my net worth or how much I earn. Thanks. Yeah. Look, if you had to marry somebody after a week, I get it. That's a real concern. You don't know why people are originally going to be around you. But like, if you let me spend three weeks with somebody, it would not take me that long. But let's just say, if you let me spend three weeks with somebody, like in unguarded situations, there's no universe in which I can't suss out what their real motives are. So... Well, what would you look for? Let's get more tactical. Um, well, if you want tactics, it's not so much what I'm looking for as what I would ask and do and all of that. So it's really trying to get them to reveal themselves to find out what their value system is. Mm. Also, watching for what are the things that they gravitate towards. Like, if I take them to cheap, dumpy restaurants, are they weird about it? or And are they, like, bugging me? Yes, which I know you're laughing because that's exactly what, where I took you, but I was poor so we didn't really have a lot of options but um and that did tell me something about you by the way because you didn't bat an eyelash now inside you were cringing at how messy i was and all that but um we really connected but you know asking like finding out if you're fascinated by that person find out who they are what they're about what are the things that they love what are like what are their hobbies habits routines like who are they as a human being? You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, so let's say God forbid something happened to you. I fully understand that my net worth is one of the best things that I have going for me in terms of getting candidates in the door, right? So I'm not weird about that. Then it becomes, who's this person really? Candidates, is these dates? Yeah. (laughs) Candidates to like uh, be your wife or significant other. That's literally how I'd look at it as well. Um so, but then it's about really getting to know them. So I'm going to be asking them a lot of questions about who they are because I want to find out who they are, what they're about, what lights mm-hmm. them on fire, what are they passionate about, what are they excited about, to find out, like, am I just going to enjoy being around them? I'm looking for things like excitability. Do they get passionate about things? Um, how do they value themselves? What are What is their value system? So is appearance is a big deal for them, you know what I mean? And so if they're like that, then... If they line up in my value system in being excitable and that they're going to be a lot of fun, that they make me feel good about myself, then I'm all for it. You know, even if they were originally drawn to me because of who I am and the net worth and all that stuff, right? So I think money's awesome. So the fact that I wouldn't judge somebody if they also thought money's awesome and they were like, oh my God, I'm so excited that X, Y, Z. So it comes down to his ability to figure out if they're interesting, they're going to be fun, they're going to make him feel better about himself. That, you know, if they're really revealing who they are as a person or they're just angling. And I see people that I think, can you not tell like this person, it's the status symbol that they're really into more than you? That just seems crazy. But that's like very obvious to me. But what's interesting is as a female, I've got a different perspective on that. Oh, let's hear it. I wouldn't tell a guy, like let's say, God forbid something happened to you. I wouldn't tell a guy like where I my net worth or anything like that. I like, would, would you go out of your way to hide it? Would you lie? Uh, no, I'd never lie. Because the first thing they're going to do is look you up. 
So um, you'd have to lie. Why would I have to lie? Because the second you say, my name is Lisa Bilyeu, they go to Google, drop in Lisa Bilyeu, oh, and it becomes hell. apparently Internet's obvious. ruined everything. I mean, the also, they just go never, to your IG page. I never and considered... They, in fact, if you're not already following her, at Lisa Bilyeu <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> Thank you, baby. Um, but for real, like these days, because yeah, you've chosen to step that. forward, huh. you do a fucking weekly show filmed in your house. Like it's not exactly hard for people to figure out yeah. who you are. I had this answer like 10 years ago and I was so confident in it. I never readdressed the question. And now that you make all these points. And that your answer is you wouldn't tell, but you don't think that they would find out. So you right. wouldn't have to lie, but they wouldn't. Right. Yeah, them days is the over. The funny thing is, I don't know if I'd ever even think about looking somebody up. Like Google them. And I'm, I'm showing my age Shady old now. lady, look, she just made a face I like, know, what's wrong with this woman? I'm old. So here's the thing. <laughs> if, if something happens to me, will you please look after her? Because Jesus, she needs to look people up. That's crazy town. I may look them up on like Instagram, but I wouldn't think to Google them. I, have you ever Googled yourself? Of course. Have you? Of course. What are you talking about? Like as, yeah, as an owner of a company, you need to know what the sentiment is. Okay. So definitively. Yeah, that's true. All right. So going back to this guy's question. So would you, would you suggest he hides his profession or no? No, I think he just needs to get good at sussing out who these people are. Like, what are their real motives? Like, spend time with them. Spend and time, get to know them, like, find out who they really are. People can hide themselves, but not for very long. So get them talking. If he's doing all the talking, he's never going to learn what he needs hmm. to learn. When when you speak, you cannot help but reveal yourself. So get them talking. It's good night. All right, guys. Well, we're out of time. Wow. That wraps up for our holiday in-law special for next week. Man, I'm super excited about the holidays. I think you, I hope you guys are as well. This is such an amazing and beautiful time um, to reflect, to be grateful, all of that. Like this was a lot of fun. This, this is sort of like inching me towards the, the holiday season, which next week we will be kicking off strong so thank you guys for joining us for this which was a lot of fun if you haven't already be sure to subscribe and if you haven't started following this woman on instagram go dig on it uh i love her feed all right guys until next time my friends be legendary take care bye